<laughs> right, right when you, right when you were like, "Oh, I'm recording," I was like, "Oh shit!" I just hit the button. So, hello everybody. We are on another episode of the Moving Out podcast, and we are with my guest Andrew. I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell us everything you know about your area, including with where you're from. <laughs> Right on, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, from a little town called Fort Walton Beach, Florida. It's right next to Destin, Florida, which is a pretty popular um, tourist spot. It's located right between Pensacola, Panama City Beach. And we basically service everything in that area from Pensacola to Panama City. And of course, everything in between. So what is your what is your area best known for? I mean, everyone knows Florida is, is where you go for, for weather, but your area specifically. One thing I didn't know is that you're in a different time zone. Right. Most I don't think anybody realizes that Florida encompasses two time zones. So that's that's probably the first thing to cover. Um, and then after that, what's another special part? Yeah. Yeah. The time zone catches a lot of people off. I'm always having to be like, wait, is that central or eastern? And they're always like, you're in Florida. It's eastern. We're actually in central. Um, so like the panhandle kind of cuts that off. And then, then that's uh, where central is. The biggest thing we are known for, I think, is our beaches. Obviously, it's Florida. Right. Like That's what a lot of. Uh, Flor- Floridian towns are known for ours in particular because we've got the Gulf of Mexico. We've got um, we've got the the type of sand that comes in from the Appalachian Mountains uh, makes it like super powder and white. Like our, our white sands are probably like the number one thing most people know us for. It's it's unbelievable how bleach white they are. It's uh, absolutely amazing. And of course, the water is great too. I mean, um, you know, you're getting waters from the Gulf of Mexico. It's nice and warm. Uh, you're not getting crazy waves or anything like that. So if you're coming here to surf or something um you can it's just not going to be everything that you hope for maybe but the actual beaches themselves are gorgeous that's awesome that's awesome yeah so the beaches are awesome uh maybe not the perfect place to go surfing what about fishing though yeah fishing's huge out here so um destin florida which is probably one of our main towns that we sell in um is actually known as the uh, world's luckiest fishing village so it was one of the uh, biggest fishing villages in Florida when we first came here. In fact, uh, we're right down the road from where um, you know we first landed in this country. Uh, so it's been like this for a while, and Destin's been growing and stuff like that. But fishing is absolutely huge out here. Don't ask me like too many details on that because I'm not a fisherman myself. Uh, but it is—I mean, we have fleets and fleets of boats out here. It's insane. Yeah, that, that's one thing you and I do have in common. We both come from areas that are known for fishing and Billy Joel sings The Fisherman and Down Eastern Alexa and so many songs about being a fisherman on Long Island and I can't stand the whole process of waiting. <laughs> I just Same. rather go down to the market and order some fish tacos. Yeah. Um, so so, uh, so water sports, you got those down there. How are jobs, right? Like say someone wants to come down here in New York. Um, you know, one thing that everyone forgets about Florida is you don't have state income tax, right? Um, so a lot of people want to come down there for work. Do they have jobs in your area available if somebody wanted to make a transfer? Yeah, we've got an extremely high, um, uh, oh man, I can't think of the word right now, but where people come in and out. Um, so a lot of people come in and out. A lot of it's due to the military. We've got four major military bases around us, technically six. If you look at the whole scope of where we're from, uh, but the main areas we serve have, have three big ones, four big ones, something like that. So there's a lot of, a lot of jobs there. And then in the sectors supporting those as well. Um, so if you're looking for defense contracting or, you know, to work for the government in some sort of facet, there's a lot of different uh, avenues that way. And then I think our third largest one is, of course, the service industry. 
Um, you know, it's a tourist town. Um, some of our like bartenders, waitresses, you, you kind of look at that and you're like, oh, well, that's not going to be a high paying job. Like some of them out here are extremely well paying yeah, um, just imagine. because it's a heavy tourist area. I can imagine. Uh, you know, we just saw each other not long ago over in Nashville, and I was thinking the same thing there. I'm saying to myself, you know, Nashville bartenders probably do pretty damn well. Um, you know, I know I tipped mine pretty handsomely. So the uh, so the, so that's that's actually really good to know. I didn't know that about the military bases. That that's actually interesting. So you probably get a lot of turnover as far as people moving in, moving out. Um, so that that's great, especially for uh, for real estate too. So if you want a real estate job, I'm sure got more than enough things to do down there as far as keeping busy. Uh, so yep. so some of the um, um, uh, some of the questions that we get from people always are like, what is the general cost of living? Um, so uh, one thing that Long Island is is plagued with is extremely high property taxes. And everyone's always shocked to find out that our average property taxes is usually around 12,000 annually. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's on your average, you know, uh, 2000 square foot ranch, three beds, two and a half baths. Um, you can find cheaper, like, you know, everyone's always coming at me for that statement and saying, Oh, we got houses with eight. We have some houses with eight, but when we're bragging about 8,000 being the low, um, you know, there's a problem when you look at the rest of the country and, and, you know, Texas and California are up there too. But, uh, what about property taxes, cost of living down, down where you are in your area? Yeah, that's definitely a lot higher than I would have expected to. Um, a lot of people are really surprised when it comes to taxes when they move down here, how low they actually are when it comes to property taxes. Um, uh, I own a few properties myself, and I don't think any of them are over $2,000 a year. Um, nice. I could be mistaken there. If they are floating above that, it's like barely scratching it. Um, and those are, you know, 15 to, to 2,500 square foot homes, like nothing too crazy, medium price points. Um, so that's kind of what you can expect out here. Our insurance, on the other hand, um, is still lower than a lot of other states. Okay. But I'm going to put that with a big comma of, but definitely not the lowest because we have a, a lot of problems with um, uh, not insurance scams, but insurance claims out here. If you look at the rate of insurance claims in Florida versus any other state, it's something like five times higher or something like that. So we're currently going through this like weird transition phase for the last two years of um, insurance companies kind of slowly raising their rate and some of them are dropping people and then people are having to switch because we lost like 50 companies roughly that, oh, wow. won't, that won't insure in the state anymore just because of all the hurricanes and everything, you know, it wipes out an area and it, it causes some damage to their pocketbooks. So I can't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can imagine that. So, so on that, on that note, um, you know, hurricanes, um, you know, you had an awesome YouTube video about uh, the downsides to living in Florida. Um, you know, you, you, you almost talked me out of it. And then I remembered there was no state income tax and property taxes are a quarter of what we pay. And you could throw hurricanes and flying sharks at me and I'm still <laughs> going to go and uh, chance it probably. Um, so what, what, what are some of the downsides, right? Um, you know, you got the hurricanes, um, you know, is it, do you have a lot of traffic in your area? I know down in Miami where Brickell is, people are, are constantly saying, like, if you move to Brickell, it's like mini Manhattan right now. Like, you will sit in god-awful amounts of traffic. Can, can you get about pretty easy? Um, in the grand scheme of things, compared to most areas, yes. To people that live here, you would think we were in Los Angeles rush hour traffic every day. Some people lose their minds. They're like, oh, my 15-minute drive is now 23 minutes. Um, there are certain periods of time, depending on where you're driving, that you're going to hit traffic, right? Whenever one of the bases are letting out, in particular, Hurlburt Field out here in Fort Walton, if you're heading east, uh, or I guess west on your way home or east on your way in the morning, um, there's going to be a little bit of traffic there. But it's 
really in the grand scheme of things, it's extremely nominal. Like I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think I hit traffic that often. Now, then you go into Destin during tourist season and it's just hit or miss, right? Like there are going to be certain times where it's really packed. Um, especially if like the blue angels are doing something or if, you know, there's just some sort of event and it can get bad. My, my worst drive was like, uh, two hours for about eight miles. Um, But that was one time in, I've lived here 17 years and as a real estate agent for the last eight or nine, constantly going back and forth. And that's the one time I can think of. Um, All right. So sometimes it gets bad, but it's, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. So what are the average price points of homes near you? Uh, Obviously, you know, this, this last couple of years was great for home prices across America. I'm sure yours went up as well. Can you still get an affordable house? Yeah, yeah, we're currently um so on my team personally we're sitting at 339,000 um as of earlier this year I haven't looked at it in about 3 months so it's probably bumped up a little bit. Um and I would say that's probably right on par for for our area. Now each city of course is different cuz we do have things like, you know, we've got 30A out here which is a very ritzy sort of like vacation tourist spot and then there's like little beaches inside of there like Alice Beach. I think they're their um, average price point is like three and a half million or something. So there are higher areas, but then, you know, we also have places like Crestview where the average price is like two eighty. So, you know, just kind of varies on which, uh, which city in our area you're going for. That's awesome. That's awesome. So aside from the, uh, the beaches, what, what is the, uh, what's the entertainment value? Like what, what, what do you have generally to do uh, fishing and stuff and, and what else, what do you got? Yeah. So obviously the fishing, the water stuff in general. So, you know, uh, the little paragliding thing or whatever they call it, uh, jumping on a jet ski, running a boat. I mean, literally at any point I could just call up one of these boat places and be like, cool, get me on a pontoon 400 bucks. And 30 minutes later, I'm on a boat, you know? Um, so that's a big portion of it. One of the biggest things that a lot of people know us for is an area called crab Island. Okay. So it's like right next to Destin, Florida, it's a sandbar. Basically the army air Corps just took a bunch of sand out of the area to make a pass and they dropped it in this area and it created an Island. Okay. And about 30, 40 years ago, it was washed away. And now it's a sandbar. So it sits like, I don't know, two or three feet under the water. Um, okay. And everybody just goes there to party. There's floating bars. There's like music, like everybody's having a good time. Like it's wow. just crazy, crazy good time. And it's packed just about any time of the year. Um, until it starts getting pretty cold and then you'll see a few yachts out there, but that's about it. Wow. That's awesome. That's really cool. We, uh, we got something kind of similar over in Port Jeff, but definitely not, uh, definitely not two to three feet of, uh, of walkable. It's, you got to take your boat and transfer from another boat. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a, a, a process. Um, but yes, yeah, so that, that's, that's really cool. Um, what uh, what would you say is is different about buying a house in Florida? You said you owned a couple of properties. Is that for investment purposes? Would you say for investors watching, Florida is a good spot to to pick up an investment property or two? What's the rentals like? Yeah, so it depends on what you're looking for. Uh, I personally own 54 doors, um, but th- they're not all here. Only about four of them are here in the area. Um, with rentals, some of our biggest money makers are the short-term rentals, right? So because we're in a tourist town, they're extremely popular out here now. In the last like year or two, like the cap rate, the, the the percentage that you're getting for what you're paying has gone down as prices have gone up. Um, the rentals haven't quite caught up, um, but that's that's the big thing. There's so many condos out here or houses, and some of them cash flow like you wouldn't believe. So that's like a really really big thing out here. Very cool, very cool. Um, 
so the the process to buying a house, I know that if you're coming from New York, one thing that we have to do here is we have to use attorneys in order to buy a house here outside of real estate agents, obviously, uh, but you need an attorney to prepare real estate contracts. You need an attorney to help get to your closing. Do you need an attorney to buy a house in your area? No, um, we do look for them in our title companies uh, whenever we, you know, whoever we're partnering with as a team. Uh, that's very important to me because if you do have a dispute or something, you want somebody to be able to step in. But for the most part, it's all done uh, through the agents. The agents write, you know, write up the contracts. They even add the additional stuff to it. If you're if you're writing it in, I know like some states are they're like if you just use a contract, you're fine. But if you add anything to it, you need a lawyer. Yeah, um, we're not really like that unless the the language is getting complicated. Okay. Um, and then it's a standard process like anything else. It's you know twenty five to thirty five day period depending on the type of loan. Uh, and what you're purchasing. Um, and then uh, if you're purchasing like condos or something like that, there's a whole nother side thing that um, you really got to make sure that you're getting with a good agent that can get you with the right lender if you're needing to do that. Because we have like condo tells and non-warrantable condos, warranted condos, like, and not any lender can do those. Interesting. We have, um, you know, up here, we, we come across a couple of, they're not modular um, and they're not mobile. Um, They are, they are this hybrid in between the two um, almost like a pud, Um, you know, and it's weird because you don't, you can't get, you can't get loans on all these properties. You got to go to specific banks. So that, that's interesting to see that you you have something very similar going on. Um, What, what would you say that buyers should be weary of, right? You're moving in from out of state. Um, you might not be lucky enough to call Andrew first, which you should if you are, but if you're moving to his area and you call the wrong agent, what should people be leery of buying a house in Florida that you might not think of coming from out of state that, that you really should know? I know some areas radon is a big thing that most people don't know you have to test for. What would you say the big uh, ticket item is by you? Oh man, I would say, um, Probably wood rot is pretty prevalent out here. Um, and it's something that because we deal with so many VA borrowers, um, you have to get fixed on those types of loans. Uh, so that's a big one. And with that comes other issues that can come up like roofs. For instance, we've got one uh, under contract right now that the wood rot has gone up into the rafters and just really torn it up. And so even though it's a newer roof, it's got to get replaced. You know, it's a 10 year old roof. It should last 20, 25 years, but we had to get it replaced because it was it was that bad. So that kind of stuff can spread quickly. And that's something that a lot of people, um, if you're living in the same house for 10 years, sometimes you're not noticing, right? Because it's so gradual. Yeah, I mean, that's solid advice. Definitely get a solid home inspector. I'm sure you have one, um, you know, crawls through it really well. Uh, Do you deal with termites down there? You got a lot of moisture down there also, right? And no basements down there either, right? Your area? No basements, lots of moisture. Uh, So termites are a big thing. I've seen them chew up a whole house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, termites are definitely a big thing. And we even have, um, about a year and a half, two years ago, we even got that crossbreed from Texas. Um, I probably know too much about termites, but they're called Formosans or monsters, right? They'll eat a two by four in about a week. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. It's absolutely insane. They came from some place in Mexico from what I heard, but came through Texas and then it's been kind of shifting our direction. So we have those and I've seen the damage and it's extensive and it's fast, but it's like so rare that you're going to see those. Like we have these termite waves come in and you'll actually see it like on Facebook. People are like, don't go outside. The termites are out. And you'll just see these little bugs flying around. That's what they are. Oh my gosh. Um, 90% of the time, you're not going to have any issues with them. Uh, most people get termite bombs out here just to be safe and they'll eat the bait and they'll, they won't touch the house. 
Yeah. So interestingly enough, like three summers ago, they were actually eating the vinyl liner to my pool. Um, oh, you know, because like apparently they were looking for a water source of some kind and and finding it and dying, obviously. Um, you know, but then I, I installed like 15 bait traps around the in-ground pool and you know, two two summers of them being empty, and the guy was still trying to sell me on putting them back. I'm like, I think it was a freak event, man. Like, I think they just they came, they saw, they died, and they just didn't want to do it again. But uh, yep. you know, it's it's always interesting to me when you hear things that termites are will do. And the same thing with like um like bamboo was something I learned in real estate. Like, is not a nice thing to have around the property. Bamboo shoots underground; they can penetrate cesspools, foundations, your swimming pool, like. As cool as it looks, like bamboo will mess your property up pretty quick. I, I, I thought that was just interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, no, no state income tax, cheap property taxes, affordable housing, good weather all year round. I, I still can't figure out why the rest of the United States exists. <laughs> like it should just be Florida. Um, what, uh, what, what type of like, uh, what, what, what type of food is your area known for? What, uh, what's the go-to, like, if I'm going to come down there, the first thing I should look for, what is it? I think it's got to be our seafood. Um, okay. and I fought it for so long. I, I wasn't a big seafood guy until literally maybe like a year ago. And, uh, I picked up some redfish at a, at a restaurant and I've been hooked ever since I eat it like three times a week now. Really? Um, oh yeah. Red. I, I don't know what it is about redfish, but that exact fish, I just love it, but it's so ridiculously fresh. Like that's the crazy part is this isn't going to red lobster in Texas. You know what I mean? Like you're getting it. You're watching them. There's certain restaurants here because we get all of our stuff from the fleets in Destin that you'll actually watch them take the fish off of the boat. And that's what they're cooking right away. They're not throwing this in the freezer. Most restaurants aren't anyway. They're not throwing it in the freezer. They're literally throwing it out for the chef right there in full fish form, scaling it outside. Like wow. and you're getting the freshest fish. So whether you like, you know, a deep fried sandwich, you know, or you want some grade A sushi, like you're getting it directly from the Gulf of Mexico. And then our shrimp are like, I don't know, they're baseball bats. It's insane. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was just actually thinking, um, so is there anything that somebody should know? Let's say they want to come down there and buy a waterfront property. Like what 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 would waterfront run them if they wanted to live? Let's say on the Gulf versus maybe like a lake or something like that. Like what are the options with that? Uh, so it just kind of depends on where you're at and what you're looking for. So, you know, real quick, like just getting on a lake or something, you can probably do that at 300,000. Okay. A dated home sort of thing, three bed, two bath ranch style, you know? Um, and then of course it'll get nicer as you scale up. Right. You want to get on the, you want to get on the sound and it's a little bit cheaper. So the sound, there's this area, a barrier Island between us and where America starts. Right. Okay. And that area is called the sound. It's where okay. a lot of ships come in and out. Anyway, you want to get on that. That's a lot cheaper. You can generally start seeing properties sitting on the sound at like eight to 800,000 to a million. You want to get on the Gulf of Mexico. You can do that much cheaper if you're okay with a condo. You can get a condo at 200,000 right on the Gulf. And you oh, can wow. also do that on the sound for a condo too. I guess I should emphasize that. Okay. Um, but you know, you want to get a three bedroom, two bath home on the, on on the actual Gulf of Mexico on, with your own little private beach area with our beautiful white sands. Um, I think the cheapest I've seen it all year was like 1.2 million and it was pretty like it needed some work. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can start seeing livable things like move in ready, probably at about 1.6 million. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, you know, honestly, that's not as bad as I thought you were going to hit me with it. I'm saying to myself, like, you know, he's going to hit me with like a two something, uh, you know, to live to live on the Gulf. So, yeah, so that, that's that's pretty affordable. And I would assume that property taxes are probably not forty thousand dollars on that. Right. Um, no, you, know, you can expect uh, up in the millions, maybe like six thousand to eight thousand somewhere in that range. Um, yeah. But again, it just depends on what the millage rate is for the city that you're at, because each city is a little bit different. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it's it's on a house up here that touches the water, um, especially on the North Shore. Like it's not uncommon for the taxes to start about twenty six thousand and and work their way up. Um, you know, when when I just saw a property list uh, where the, pro- the the price of the house asking right now is like eleven point eight, and I think the property taxes are forty eight thousand dollars a year. And and I looked at that and I'm like, you know, if that guy does not walk into the local school district and say, you know, I do pay your salary directly. <laughs> You know, you're going to pass my child today. You know, it's 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 pretty eye opening when you see just how much taxes, um, you know, pe- people fork over for their property here in New York. And it, it makes sense as a business owner and why so many businesses move to Florida with the incentives that they offer and, and things like that. If you want a nice house and you want to live on the water, you don't have to go through what you go through here on Long Island. Um, and I think that's why we have such a high move out rate that has started to happen, especially since remote working has gone popular and people realize that you don't actually need to live in the state that you're working in um you know and that's that's actually what sparked this entire podcast is there anything that you want to cover specifically about florida that we haven't covered today i mean nothing nothing specific it's fun you know the military moved me here when i was uh i don't know 19 or something like that and once i left like i couldn't leave it's so beautiful if you see our beaches you actually experience them i've been all over the world you know some of the most beautiful beaches that you see uh, on you know on video or on facebook or wherever else and our beaches smoke it like nine times out of 10. In fact, I was on a vacation not too long ago and uh, with one of my buddies and he's like, this is amazing. This beach is beautiful. And I was like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, I think that's the big thing for us. It's just, uh, it's absolutely gorgeous and there's so much to do. It's a, it's a good area. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely have to make my way down there. I can say I've been a lot of places and and the Gulf side is not one of them. Florida a couple of times too. Um, you know, usually uh, Disney with the kids to hate life for a little bit, but uh, you know, that next week I can't wait. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God Disney got really uh, open with the alcohol policy. They're like, you want another beer while you're online? Cause we'll get it for you. <laughs> they, they, uh, they go out of their way to keep you happy now. Um, That's good. That that's awesome. So the military brought you there. That's interesting. We'll have to uh, we'll cover that more in in, in episode two. Um, you know, my my biggest takeaway always when when we're when we're doing these is that there are so many options if you want to move out of New York, if you want to get out of the state that you're living in right now, and to hear something refreshing like the cost of living is affordable, there are jobs available, the houses are are there if you want to buy them. Um, you know, you can get. A lifestyle that is fun. Um, you can get weather year round that doesn't require you know the need to own a snow shovel, which I still can't figure out why we we choose to live here. Um, but for the most part, I I can say that after watching your YouTube videos, also, and if you haven't, head on over to just uh, Andrew's channel and take a look at just what he did with. I mean, the beaches alone. You can take a look and see like he's covered his beaches. He's covered some food. I I almost had to move there based on his content. Uh, so everyone go over there and, and click a like and a subscribe for him and watch his, uh, I mean, everything you need to know about the Emerald Coast. So uh, obviously it was a pleasure having you here with us today and uh, we can't wait to have you back with an update on your market. 
houses selling quickly right now? Is it over asking and everything, or is it kind of simmered down a little bit that people can kind of come in and get the deal that they're looking for? Yeah, it's cooled off a little bit. So people that are coming in now, um, you can expect, um, you might get a little bit off list price if they're not priced appropriately. A lot of our agents aren't uh, pricing the way they should be right now uh, when things are cooling off. Um, but you are seeing a little bit of a little bit off the top. So buyers are starting to win a little bit. Sellers are still doing good. So it's kind of a nice, uh, it's actually a really good middle ground for us, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that statement. Prices are still up and uh, buyers don't have to fight someone fist fight to, uh, to get the house that they want. Yep. So thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you coming out with us today. And uh, if anybody needs anything, where do they find you? Um, well, if you're looking for our YouTube channel, it's Life on the Emerald Coast. And then, of course, you can search my name anywhere and you can find any of our stuff. Perfect. Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Yeah, man. Thanks. See you. Bye.